Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode that we've been doing talking about counseling and biblical counseling ministry. In this episode, I wanted us to talk with three of the biblical counselors that we have at Church at the Mill, and so they can give you a little bit more insight into what drew them to, the, to counseling and also the counseling ministry, and a little bit about some of the training that you've been hearing about that we're gonna be offering here in March and April and May. I wanted them today to kind of speak from the heart a little bit about what it's like going through the biblical counseling training, uh, what it was like to uh, learn the things that they did, and a little bit about maybe some of the things in which going through the biblical counseling training uh, uh, taught them personally. So to uh, help our listeners get to know you guys a little bit, can you just uh, introduce yourself for just a second and then uh, we'll kind of dive into our conversation this afternoon. My name is Joyce Dunn. I've been at the mail about nine years and I fun. teach a small group. Good deal. Yes, sir. Thank you. I'm Ed Isley. I've been at the mill about eight years and uh, have led a small group and taught a Bible study, but in counseling about four years now. Wonderful. And lastly? And my name is Ashley Bennett. I'm actually at the Woodruff campus mm -hmm. and I lead a small group there and I've been at Church of the Mill for about seven years. Good deal. Awesome. So let's dive into our first question. So I want you guys to think about this. X number of years ago, it's different for all three of y'all, you heard about the biblical counseling ministry, somebody called you about it, uh, you heard some advertisement about it, and so you knew about it, but you had to get to that place where it's like something is interesting about this, something captured your imagination, your interest, calling. Tell me about what, what was it that made you go from I'm thinking about this to a yes, specifically coming to the training and beginning to explore what biblical counseling was. What was that for some of you guys? Well, for me, I had begun to pray about how the Lord might use me when I was uh, entering into retirement. I'd have some more time, and I really wasn't clear about that. And um, so I heard about the initial class, and we had not started. I had never been in a church that had a counseling ministry. But being a small group leader for 30 years, it just touched my heart. So I was excited about it. I didn't know a thing about it. So I began to learn, and then I was just all in. Okay. Somebody else? What captured your attention about that? Similar as well. I was had just retired mm -hmm. and uh, loved this church, loved the ministry of this church. Uh, we led a small group. I was doing some lead, uh, leading a Bible study. Mm -hmm. Heard about this and it kind of, it really didn't land, mm -hmm. but it wouldn't go away. Mm -hmm. And as the day approached for the first meeting, I go, let me just check it out. And it wasn't an overly exciting meeting, but I went back the next month mm -hmm. and it was not overly exciting as well, but I couldn't not go. Mm -hmm. And I began to get more involved, and of course, through the different stages, I'm so glad that I did not stop. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, Ash, are you coming into retirement too, or are you keeping no, the same? No, 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 so no retirement. So you come at it from <laughs> a mom and a family, yes, working. Yes, I came in desperate um, need, because at the mm -hmm. time I had a 13-year-old and a 14-year-old, right. and I teach um, about 75 seventh graders every day, and I was like, oh my goodness. I need this in my life because I have so many people around me that I feel like need counseling and Lord knows I need it myself, right? And so for me, I just saw the need in my community and I saw it in my family and I was just like, this this is it. And so, and like for me, went to the first training and I was during the COVID era and mm. oh my goodness, I walked away and I couldn't stop talking about it. I know my husband was like, will you please be quiet? But I was like, listen to what they said about this listen to what they said about this. I mean, it was just, for me, it was life-changing. It was the, it just changed my perspective. And um, and talk about a confidence booster and what mama does not need that, for mm -hmm. real. So for me, it was it was great. Gotcha. All right, so in this next question, I'm ass I am assuming that there is something there. And the thing that I'm thinking about is 
may be something that is intimidating. I don't know that everybody who's going to be listening to this podcast necessarily sees themselves as a counselor the way that you guys do in the ministry of the church. But as they're listening about this, I would imagine there's something intimidating about a training and then and sitting across from somebody either formally or informally and discussing deep things and heavy things and matters of the heart. So tell me a little bit about what was there anything that was intimidating to you about starting this process and then how did you overcome that? There was absolutely something intimidating to me. <laughs> okay, that's a good okay. assumption on my yeah. part. Okay. okay, gotcha. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I've been involved with discipleship and training and leadership. Yep. But counseling, biblical counseling, begins with a crisis. Mm-hmm. I, that it's intimidating. Yeah. I've just wrecked my family. You know, I, I just lost my job. Mm-hmm. You know, my marriage is shot. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's intimidating. Sure. When they come to you saying, Help, mm-hmm. help. And so how do you overcome it? You really don't overcome it, <laughs> okay? Yeah. There's still a tension, but you overcome it when you sit across from these people mm-hmm. and you see the truth of God's Word change lives. Mm-hmm. And you go, wow, mm-hmm. yeah. And so I don't ever want it to go away, mm. okay? But the joy of watching God do something mm-hmm. is how you overcome it. Gotcha. For me, I was scared absolutely to death because there again, I am a mom and a teacher. So by nature, I'm type A, I'm a fixer, I've got a checklist. So for me, I'm walking in and I'm thinking, how am I going to fix this person? Mm-hmm. And so literally there at the beginning, I was like, I'm just not ever. And almost I would say every every counseling case, mm-hmm. I look at the case and I look at the intake form and I'm like, oh my goodness, how am I going <laughs> to do this? And then mm-hmm. the Lord sweetly <laughs> reminds me. It's not about you, Ashley. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I remember for in the training, even mm-hmm. that was one of the, the, the idea, you know, the light bulb moment for me is I think it was Nicholas Ellen said, we are there to facilitate, not to fix. Mm, love that. And yep. we are not their savior. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that that one thought process is I am not their savior and this is mm-hmm. not about me. And if if they overcome or if they don't. It is, is not dependent on me because I am not the Holy Spirit. Love that. And so for me, mm-hmm. that, that kind of broke down that barrier and that intimidation because it, it broke down me. It, mm-hmm. it took me out of the equation, and that was the issue. So. Right. so not a fixer but a facilitator and leaving the results up to God, but you just be faithful with what you've been called to do. Mm-hmm. Got you. Love that. Mm-hmm. So one of the phrases that we have uh, at our church, and it's kind of a uh, – we've even made T-shirts about it, is this phrase called, Every Christian is a Counselor. Because there are those like you who felt like this is something that you want to get full certification in. It's your area of service within our church. But I don't think that everybody's going to see themselves that way. So I want you guys to think about the times in which you use the things that you learned in your fundamentals training and, and all the other training outside of formally making an appointment with somebody and going about it that way. When has somebody called you and said, hey, can we just talk for a second, whether it be in the context of a small group or a friend or a family member or maybe even a a child uh, who you've been able to use the things that you've learned outside of just formal counseling in a counseling office? I'll jump into that. I think when you've, um, for me personally, Mm -hmm. I've been a small group leader for much of my adult life. And you don't think about it's counseling, mm-hmm. but you have opportunity because you're in front of people and, and just really sharing the word every Sunday. 
and there's an automatic trust that just develops in that. Mm -hmm. So when they do have things that go on in their lives, they'll reach out, but it's not in a formal way. Mm -hmm. So I've been doing that most of my life, but the training that we had mm -hmm. through biblical counseling has just put that on steroids for me to understand how to apply the Word of God mm -hmm. to their situation. And I guess more than anything, as I was going through the mentoring process, mm -hmm. my mentor um, share with me, the most important thing is to love them mm. with undeserved grace that love just that. channels through us mm. from Jesus Christ. Um, that really love covers yeah, a mm. lot of things mm -hmm. <laughs> and, yep. and know that grace was given to us undeserved mm -hmm. and it's just a way that we can channel that to someone mm. else when they're in crisis. So the wisdom you would have shared, the guidance, the counsel is distinctly different after the training than before the training. Very different. Very different. Mm -hmm. For me, I have studied the Word. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was raised in church, mm -hmm. but it was more about learning who God was, learning what I believed. The training through biblical counseling is how do I apply that mm. to my life? Yes. It's, been it's just been amazing. Yep. And how do I apply that to other situations to mm -hmm. really be able to use that Word to instruct right. and to guide? It's, yep. it's a different approach, and it's been life-altering for me. Mm -hmm. For me, it's a confidence. Like, no matter the situation, whether it's in a counseling room or if it's not, or if it's a friend that comes to me and says, I, I think we're getting a divorce. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. You know, or it's a student that says, I'm depressed, and I'm never happy, and I've been cutting myself. Mm -hmm. Like, it like it gives me the confidence because I'll be honest with you 10 years ago I would have shrunk back and I would have been like how do I handle this I, I was scared to death um, I believed the word but I don't know that I was embracing the word mm -hmm. and, and living it out and really walking into situations and I'll tell you right now like I don't I know I don't know everything but I know my God does mm -hmm. and I know his word does so I walk into situations that are just horrendous I mean in public education you see it all and for me, I feel like I have the tools to walk in, no matter the situation, and have a confidence that God's word has the answer, and I don't, I don't have to have the answer. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that has been, that has been amazing. Like just to not be scared, not to be fearful. Like, oh my goodness, what am I going to say when this happens? And I know for us, and I feel, I feel like I should, you know, I should have my husband up here with me because he's walked with me through mm -hmm. this. But I, I will say us doing this together and we really have has transformed him i mean he's mm -hmm. had conversations at work you know people that he doesn't even know walk up to him and he's like ashley if we had not talked about what we what you did in that training mm -hmm. he said i would not have known what to do he right. was like i it's because of you being there and us sharing us walking through that and doing that and that would be my encouragement i don't know that he will ever be a biblical counselor certified um, but he is absolutely a counselor to mm. those around him. And I think that is, that's the crucial part is realizing you, you don't have to be scared of people. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be scared of situations. And, and God's word is sufficient. And if you rely on that, mm -hmm. he will he'll give you what you need in every situation. And yep. so for me, that's been, that's been amazing. Yeah. And what you articulated uh, so beautifully is what I hope other people grasp. That there are formal counselors who do this professionally. They serve in the church like you guys are doing. But the moment that somebody says, hey, can we talk, whether it be on the, uh, a phone call, 
on the tailgate of a truck or they catch you in the hall or you go to a lunch meeting and drink coffee with somebody. When somebody who is in need says, hey, can we talk? And they're seeking your wisdom or they want you to hurt with them or cry with them or share some wisdom or something like that. You, you, you put on a counselor hat in that moment. And I think all of us as Christians are called to love one another and play that role as, as counselor, regardless of maybe you might not do that formally. You might not have full certification, but we step into each other's lives and we should get into the hard and the difficult and the messy and the sometimes inconvenient aspects of people's lives as believers. And so this training is there to uh, equip us to be able to do that. Another thing I want to throw out to you guys is I'm keenly aware that the, the training that we've been talking about and highlighting is really the reason why we're doing these podcasts is no small asks. It's three weekends uh, beginning in March, April, in May. So that's three weekends over three months. You can't just pick one. You got to go through all three weekends in order to, to get all 30 hours that we're offering. So that's not a small ask. So help some of the listeners understand what were some of the benefits? What would you say to somebody who's maybe on the fence about, oh gosh, that's a lot of time. And, um, you know, I could do this or I could do that with those weekends. Help them understand if they were to come and commit to the time to do this, what would be the benefit? What are some of the things that, would, that they would learn if they were to commit to do this? It is a lot, a big mm -hmm. ask. In essence, it's going to be like a truck just backs up forgets to go beep beep <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and drops 10 hours on you this weekend, come back next week, next month, do it again. But, and you're not going to walk away with all that, but you're going to walk away with tremendous resources. You're going to have mm -hmm. tremendous notes that you're going to be there. And the topics are going to be what your neighbor is going to ask you about. Mm. It's going to be a lot about life. Mm -hmm. It's going to be about my work, my, my son, my, our finances, our marriage, because Every Christian is a counselor. We just talked about that. Yep. And suddenly you're going to be a little bit more fortified. You're going to come back the next month, 10 more hours, and you're going to look at the topics and go, wow. And some of the best faculty you can imagine are presenting. In fact, I, I'm going back even now again, often when I can, because when we went through fundamentals, we had videotape sitting around the table. Yeah. Never mind. You did a good job. Yeah, we've we, we gotten a whole lot better over the years. Lot. We went from watching videos so for 30 hours to now that's right. live, in person, some of the most talented people that I know of in biblical counseling. And, and yep. what a treasure that is. Mm -hmm. And then add to it, if you're going to stay in, in phase one, is the reading. I'm not a big reader, but some of the readings, like, I actually enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. And so it just kind of and it fortified me every time mm -hmm. a little bit more, a little bit more. Gotcha. Any other thoughts? Well, the speakers are great, mm -hmm. and they are able to give you practical examples uh, because our counseling isn't only with church members. Mm -hmm. I know when we're at work, and you mentioned that being at school and, and kids, but there's so many times at work there can even be a non-Christian mm -hmm. that you're able to give them wisdom sure. if you're not um, really counseling them as a fellow believer. It can extend beyond. Mm -hmm. Now, our goal is always as a counselor to bring them to the saving grace of Jesus sure. Christ. But you can start where they are in crisis. Um, but the practical examples of what you learn, and it's easy to listen to even though it's 10 hours because the speakers are not only knowledgeable, they're great presenters. Mm -hmm. And they've done this enough to where they have really good examples for you to hold on to. So um, it is a big ask, but if you want to invest in your personal walk with Christ mm -hmm. and then your ability to disciples others. It's mm -hmm. just really worth it. It's interesting you mentioned the uh, your personal relationship with Christ. 
I went into, and I think all of us would agree, we went into um, counseling, maybe even not knowing that you were going to do this as part of your service at the church, but to, to help other people. And certainly that is true. You want to sharpen your skill of opening up God's Word and facilitating that transformation and change and giving hope and all the things that we learned. I was personally not prepared for how it changed and transformed my relationship with the Lord. Like the things that I learned about myself uh, was transformative. It was convicting more than anything. Uh, almost a little bit of that, I wish I didn't know what I didn't know beforehand, and now I can't claim ignorance when I understand God's Word, when I understand the human heart, when I see more deeply just how ugly my sin is, how selfish I am at times, when previously I would have said, no, I'm, I'm not that way, I'm not perfect, but you know, I'm a pretty okay guy, I'm a pastor. It's like I, I lament over my sin, and I'm more sensitive to it, and I understand it at a deeper level than I ever did before. I would imagine might not be that experience, but tell me about how the training impacted you and your relationship with the Lord and your sanctification and your spiritual growth. And I'll let actually all three of you uh, answer that question. Ashley, start us off, okay? You personally. Yeah, um, well, for me, um, <laughs> it's, it's amazing to look back where I was, honestly, and to see how much he's grown me, and I'm by no means where I need to be. But um, a specific example would be I started reading a book this year, and it, it was a biblical counselor. Um, he wrote the book, and so I started reading the book, and it was on idols of the heart, and um, rocked my world this year, honestly. Um, and I, I had idols that I didn't even know I had. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. And so for me, I've really it it is literally changed my life, um, and you know I've had to reevaluate what's important. Mm. And I've had to say no to things, and I've had to say yes to other things. And so for me, um, I, I would say that I am completely not the person I was when mm -hmm. I started. Um, and so that, to me, the transformation that he's done through this in me, um, it's hard to put in words, but it's, it's, been a, it's been a journey. And I know he's still working on me. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. And how about you, bud? Yeah, again, multiple things. But I guess a highlight for me that, I think about every time when I, I meet with a couple. I, I've studied, I've heard preaching, teaching, read books, taken exams on the sufficiency of Scripture. Mm -hmm. I can write it out. I can. Yeah, I mean, that's a Baptist distinct. We are people of the book. Yep. Got it. Mm -hmm. Okay. But to sit across from a couple whose marriage is wrecked and say, I have no answers, but God's Word can change people's lives. Mm. You know, there's part of me I kind of feel like I've got my fingers crossed behind <laughs> my back. <laughs> right. Okay. But I don't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, because God's given me a front row seat to see lives changed mm -hmm. by the truth of His Word. Mm -hmm. And so it may happen in different ways, different time. Sometimes there's a train wreck right before the, they get to the finish line. Uh, but the theology part that we, we learn and talk about is living truth. It's not mm -hmm. a test. It's not a speech. It's mm -hmm. not a sermon it's living truth and kind of backing up to what you're saying not, i'm not responsible i simply open god's word yep. walk with him through god's truth and he changes hearts and minds it's so faith building though because you get to see yes not only do you see yourself transform but you see other people transform and just like i i, I know a specific girl that i counseled and she came the first time from the first time she came to the last time she came. It, she was a new creation in Christ, and she actually did find salvation mm. in the counseling room, mm. which was phenomenal. That's awesome. But it, it was just like I was like, you're not, you're not the same. Mm. 
And like how often in your day in, day out do you really get to see that? And you know, and then knowing that's the same thing he's doing to me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that is it's beautiful. Yep. And it's faith building. Like I literally have seen him work just like you said a front Mm -hmm. row seat Mm -hmm. to seeing him work Mm -hmm. and there's nothing better than that to to even increase your faith Mm -hmm. and to grow you Mm -hmm. so it's 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 a win-win for sure Joyce how about you well for me I think the eye-opening part of the training and how it transformed me Mm -hmm. was said in Jeremiah Mm 79 I did not really know how deceitful my heart was Mm. I did not realize that I was leaning on my own understanding because mm-hmm. I had I thought I was pretty good, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I did not realize how selfish that I was, mm-hmm. and how I had to ask the Lord to show me my heart mm-hmm. and decide I wanted to see it, and I really didn't want to see it at all because it really <laughs> was not a pretty <laughs> sight. Yep. Um, so over time, He has helped me understand my motivations mm-hmm. more clearly, and how to make how he can transform my heart mm-hmm. to be more like him. No it was unbelievable mm-hmm. transformation for me. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, we could literally be keep this conversation going all afternoon long in question upon question. Uh, but let's land it uh, let's land it right there because I love where we, where we landed. We talk about transformation of other people. We talked about the awesome blessing that it is to be used by God and have a front row seat uh, and see him work supernaturally. I mean, we're just not that good y'all like we're just not i'm not that articulate i'm not that charismatic i'm not that convincing like it is the power of god and the word of god that is moving and transforming lives and um, i'm a grab hold of your word i'm just a facilitator i'm trying to be faithful to show up prepared and um, the training equipped me uh, to be able to do that in a major way but it is a huge blessing and uh, and i hope our listeners capture that and uh, this at least has begun to spur some, some thinking, some contemplating, and that uh, they'll take some time to check out uh, the webpage and some more information about um, the biblical counseling training we're going to be offering. So thank you to our, to our listeners and our viewers. Uh, somewhere in and around this podcast, there'll be a link to a registration page, probably to the ACBC page where you could go learn a little bit more about our speakers, learn a bit more about the specific dates and times and what's required uh, of the fundamentals training. But thank you so much uh, for tuning in, for watching these. They've been very successful. Uh, All three of the podcasts we've been doing about biblical counseling. But uh, thank you again for tuning in and uh, we look forward to seeing you guys hopefully beginning in March, those of y'all that are able to attend the uh, very first training. We appreciate it.